Welcome to Get Your Hands Off My Dogcast, episode three, uh, where we discuss the film Bingo from 1991. And can I just say that was a beautiful song. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, We worked tirelessly on it, day and night. We slaved away. Uh, <laughs> the vocals spent a lot of time composing those. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you can probably agree it turned out great. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, my name is Jamie. Uh, I'm Oliver. And as ever, I am Alistair. Uh, and yeah, as I said, today we watched Bingo, which is a film I'd not heard of. No. Um, you know, when we were researching various dog films we stumbled across the poster uh yeah before we knew anything else about it and and indeed when we watched it today we didn't know anything except for the poster's uh quite interesting tagline <laughs> okay well so like i can't remember the exact specifics of what the yeah. previous things are it's like kicked out of the circus abandoned by his friends blah blah but then like the main line is this shouldn't happen to a dog but it did <laughs> and, I, don't know, I, just, I just found that to be a very intriguing uh, yeah very funny tagline um, uh, but it turns out that might have been intentional because this film is kind of actually it's actually a satire sort of a satire we, we thought is that confirmed or is that just well, I don't know, like, something we people thought people on IMDb all the IMDb reviewers say that it's oh it's a dogfight on the IMDb page oh, yeah. about this film people are convinced it's a sort of parody of Dog movies, and then some people, you know, it's just just not very good, and they say that in an illiterate uh, manner. But no, yeah, I think some of it's sort of too ridiculous to be um, taken as anything but satire. I mean, then again, it's it's Poe's law, you know. I mean, I don't what's explain to us Poe's law. Well, I, oh, yeah, yeah. it's the I hope we're talking about Poe Dameron uh, well, uh, we sadly are <laughs> best not best character of Star Wars the much, much lesser known Edgar Allan Poe uh, ah. correct me if I'm wrong Oliver but isn't it that sometimes satire is indistinguishable from stupidity potentially I, I, I haven't studied that <laughs> I could be wrong I could be wrong it's been a while since year 12 English oh shit yeah no um, that sounds to ring a, a, a bell um, what's, what's the law about Nazis Different one. Um, many, no, many laws about Nazis. The one I don't think it's, in the internet. I don't think it's legal. It oh no, that's Godwin, gonna, Godwin's law. Godwin's. As soon as you compare someone yeah. to Hitler, you've lost. You've, you've sort of yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so so the sort of parody aspect. I feel like there could be weight behind that because there's a, a courtroom scene at one point, and <laughs> in both of the previous dog movies we've yeah. witnessed a courtroom scene. We've so. noticed a bit of a, a trend that there is quite a, a high kind of correlation between legal drama and uh, and dog films if I was going to make a satire it would feature a, a courtroom in it because that's all I know of dog films so it's a recurring motif that's, that's for sure that's absolutely certainly uh, it can be difficult to distinguish whether or not this film just leaned heavily on cliche or was it in fact lampooning those cliches I, I tend to think it was satire there's some of the dialogue which we'll I guess we'll get into later yeah sort of with, uh, the, with the parents let's just stuff, briefly run over a oh, synopsis of the film before we do that it's pretty uh, pretty cold in this room. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, a bit icy even. Chill. You might have feel, winter. feel yeah. fairly covered with with ice. Let's bloody break through that. <laughs> a big old oh, big old boy. hammer of discussion. Oh. Um, hey guys, if you were to um, carbonate a beverage that is not usually carbonated, yeah, what, which would it be? Uh, oh shit, that's a good one. Yeah, because I see the soda stream <laughs> over there, and I think you know, 
My one is tea. Um, well, they, don't they have like, well, I'm thinking bubble tea, but it's not like carbonated. It's I, don't, like I think like, it's like the presentation is yeah. sort of like in a bubble. But I feel I, like, I'm pretty sure. No, I think bubble tea is in it's like the little spheres of like jellyish tapioca mm. things. I don't think it's actually got bubbles. No, in it. no. strange stuff. Well, what, what would your choice be, Olivia? You're the one who tea would be good. Oh, so yeah, I don't like it generally. But oh, what's the one? I think one? milk would be quite interesting. Sure. I've had, I've had, um, I've, I've had uh, fizzy chocolate milk. Yeah. When I was in America. Dairy with fizz sort of works. Spiders, you know. Uh, I don't know about... Oh, that'd be... I tell you, the the, the, the you... chocolate milk I had fizzy was not good. It was really awful. Yeah. So that wouldn't be... I mean, that's... I mean did they professionally carbonate it? Because Yeah. Was no, it was, it was like at like some... What's the it was in uh, San Francisco at some bloody... Some cultured market where all the all the hipsters were swanning around so I'd be intrigued to try it with wine um, that isn't, isn't that, I was, well, go, I was going to say wine but isn't that just kind of champagne well yeah yeah but would it taste you know how, how would that taste would it, would it be reminiscent of champagne or would you clearly be like no this is this is wine I think if you like red wine, wine, and red wine mm. yeah, you'd be like oh this is quite interesting yeah oh, that's going to be my answer that, as well well that's what I'm going to uh, it's the one I'm keenest to give a try to so red uh, wine next time I get I'm going to go there. with Nesquik Yes. Bold. Okay. I like it. Good so if if you, dear listener, if you have any thoughts on what beverage you'd like to carbonate. Or any uh, thoughts, just a Or any thoughts. Any, keep any, them to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or alternatively, if you don't want to do that, you can put them on our Facebook page. Just no matter what the thought is. Which we have. Oh, we do. No matter what the thought is, just post yeah. it there. We want to know who exactly is listening if to this show. If you've had a family bereavement, why. maybe. Let us know. <laughs> I just, I'm, just, oh, yeah. I'm just really We're here to for you. To someone. <laughs> Alright, uh, so let's should we dig into bingo. the old plot? Yeah. yeah, okay, so now that we're all warmed up as I'm ever toasty. trying to trying to keep it brief as ever. Um, we follow the adventures of a dog. Oh, actually, what, what kind of dog is he? Oh he's a mongrel. He's, he's definitely I feel a mongrel. Like that's a, there's, he's definitely got a look that I've seen other dogs have though. He's he's a he's a kind of dog. I just don't know. Sure he is a kind of dog that's <laughs> yeah, he's probably presumably right. uh no, no, that's not various characters. Not I, I found him to be quite like cute. Thought he was quite a cute dog. He was a good one. Very expressive. He was more attractive than the Tim Allen dog. Um, yeah, but yeah. Airbud is still still a oh, yeah. reign supreme. What a dream! Oh, I buddy. thought he referred to him being a bit magic. Could have used a, a good haircut. We didn't actually find out if this dog is dead, but uh, you know we the film was. If, if human science applies, if, if this is the yeah, he's, he's this gone. is ninety one. There's, there's no way this dog is still alive. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> he's left us. Uh, yeah, so the plot. Okay, so uh, we follow the adventures of a dog, mm-hmm. Buddy. No, nope, nope. bingo. Oh, Biddy, Buddy, <laughs> Buddy, Bingo. Buddy's from yeah. Airbud. Bingo is the tangled dog. We bingo follow Bingo. His name, huh? Yes, we do follow As bingo. many characters say in the film. Mm-hmm. We follow Bingo as he he gets kicked out of a circus, runs away from his abusive owners who attempt to shoot him to death. <laughs> yeah, the wife's initially against it and then she decides, no, let's shoot him. Uh, <laughs> Literally, that, was, that is her reasoning. Yeah. Um, and he finds a young human boy who he loves and Nominated who appears to awards. love him. <laughs> no, they bond the over the course of probably about a week. The boy's name is Chucky, by the way. Yeah. He has a brother named Chicky. His as parents, as will be revealed, are hugely <laughs> negligent. Um, what are their names? Uh, Hal Devlin and Natalie. Natalie Devlin. Yeah. Hal Devlin's actually uh, an NFL player. Yeah, at the age of sort of 40, 45. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely does not fit the he's, profile of a... He's a, a professional kicker for them, and he's... 
there's a kind of running gag about the care he takes of his foot over the course always of the film. Always got his shoes off. He's always yeah, always <laughs> rubbing his bloody it's foot. It's a great gag. Yeah. I, I was a fan of that. Um, but unfortunately, tragedy strikes when Chucky moves away because his dad gets traded. To the Green Bay Packers, of course. Of course, as You've we all know, they're in oh, Wisconsin. Um, in Wisconsin. Very smooth. They moved from, uh, from right. Denver. Colorado, no, is it Denver? Yeah, because uh, he yes. plays for the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Denver yeah. is in Colorado. I don't think Denver is in Colorado, deep, yeah. yeah. Deep to the plot. But anyway, so... Right. Um, <laughs> Nothing is to Bingo, Bingo tries to basically track him down across the country mm-hmm. and gets into various adventures and that, then this along the way. That's the bulk of the film, yeah. Well, because that's the then, thing. There really isn't a plot. I mean, yeah, the, the plot is that Bingo is trying to get back to Chucky. Yeah. The, the film the, is just a series of sort of... Events. <laughs> there is kind of a plot which evolves. Um, yes. Bingo runs across two felons who have hijacked a caravan and taken hostages. <laughs> That's not a um, joke. They have a family locked in their bathroom. They do, but it's very comedic. And <laughs> they're in pajamas. It's wacky. <laughs> and they all have glasses. Um, and so these felons are very angry. Bingo testifies angry. against them in court, um, and <laughs> so they kind of are out for revenge and they track him down and then they nearly end up blowing up blow it. they nearly end up well I think they do blow him up but they nearly end up burning both him and Chucky to death in yeah, well, cause the they, warehouse or something Chucky's locked in a way how does the warehouse get set on fire? Um, he throws a cigar mm, that's right you need to pay more attention Jake. I'm sorry um, <laughs> at this point I'd sort of yeah. checked out the film really lost me in the last yeah so oh, God. so guys your, your kind of thoughts on the film like in general I, I your thought- review Personally, I, th- I thought it was like quite refreshing. Uh, it seemed, you know, it had quite a wacky, uh, zany style to it. You know, it was it, it was definitely, um, you know, exaggerated. Uh, mm. it, it was it was relatively there wasn't, there wasn't much of an attempt at realism. No, it was definitely a stylized world. I think it. I think it was yeah. It was kind of the uh, reminiscent of the magical realism of uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Who was that? Oh, he was a, a Latin American author in okay. the 20th century. All right, we'll take your word for it. Um, I, yeah, as I said, I found the film sort of lacking in the third act. Well, because when it's just sort of these various events, bingo, just doing random shit like being a dishwasher. Yeah, it's like by licking plates. two-minute chunks. Yeah, you're just sort of like, oh, here's another It's episodic, picture. and then it kind of tries to branch that out into a longer plot, yeah. but that doesn't really... The characters are kind of cartoonish enough that they can't actually sustain and it's just sort of going over the same thing over and over and over yeah and furthermore I frankly wanted Chucky to burn to death because he was a very (laughs) annoying child (laughs) was not a fan of his character at all what about you winner I won't hear another word against him yeah no I was I mean yeah the last the last half an hour I really was not was not pleased with what was going on I can tell you Uh, were visibly sort of frustrated and sort of Every Nancy. word of dialogue reminded me of songs, and oh, it, was, <laughs> it was a hard time. But early on, I was properly loving it. Um, mm. Oh yeah, there was some, there was some fantastic. The, bits. the comedy was 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 <laughs> really out there. Uh, the, the 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 family treatment of their children is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> it's really bad. And there's there's a great prison scene in which. Everyone's pulling out larger and larger shivs. Yeah, then it's a. I think that's like quite a genuinely funny scene. Yeah, I, I think so. Like they get it's getting to the point where you know, like 
the, what the first guy pulls out, like, you know, quite a realistically sized shiv and is, you know, a bit intimidating. Yeah. And then the next guy pulls out a bowie knife and then the guy <laughs> then pulls out a machete. <laughs> and then it sort of escalates from there. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we don't see any violence, but... Um... No, although the film kind of, in some areas, I quite liked how it kind of strayed towards darkness, almost unintentionally. Mm. It's always teetering on the edge of something horrific. There's guns but, being pointed at yeah, people. And tons of guns. Genuinely feel that they're in danger. Lots yeah. of guns. Uh, it's, it's quite There's an aggressive world. It's a prison break scene in which a man is nearly shot to death. Yeah, I genuinely <laughs> yeah. thought he was going to be shot. And he gets, sort of... gets his face lacerated as he is sort of pulled across the barbed wire yeah. fence by Bingo. Uh, um, uh, in our introduction to Chucky is that he yeah. nearly drowns. He's knocked out in a stream. Oh, he nearly drowns to death and then is subsequently nearly eaten by a bear. <laughs> he's abandoned by his brother and friends. Yeah, Chucky goes... Left for dead. Chucky's body is put through the fucking through the ring. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a survivalist. He's like bound and choking to death on yeah. smoke. And <laughs> yeah. Getting um, knocked out. He's unconscious. Yeah. He's repeatedly three times. sort of urinating everywhere. Yeah, he's constantly. His blood is just in tatters. So I, I did enjoy that aspect of the film. I think it went to some some daring places that we haven't seen so far. And a, a couple of swears as well. Shit, oh, yeah. shit was said a couple of times. Right, that was controversy on IMDb about that, yeah. Yeah, some, some of the reviewers on IMDb were not happy that this film had bad language. Shit, but you know. Back to the Future, E.T. That's yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah. Like Spiel, I think in the eighties like, they were a bit more sort of like, yeah. fast and loose with like the E.T. and the Goonies and stuff. Penis they say shit. And that's, that's why you know Stranger Things, the uh, Netflix show. Not sure if any of you watched it. No, I great yeah, show. Um, very much harkens back to the sort of the Spielberg era, um, you know. And it's got these great kids, and they feel like real kids because they're swearing and stuff. Is it a kid show? Huh? No, no, it's an adult show, but it's like you know that's the. That's not important to the plot of Bingo, but I just But it's an important recommendation. Well, I, I like when kids that. swear, because it's like, well, yeah. I'll be watching that in good. seven years. Okay. Um, so, so guys, what were your highlights from the film? Just one moment that stood out to you. Oliver? Yeah. Uh, it's it's got to be the moment when they stumble across this sort of... Uh, beside the highway, uh, uh, not a cafe exactly, but an, an eatery. Uh, it's kind well, of barn which serves food. Yeah, it's, it's a massive sort of run-down barn. It's quite picturesque and lovely. There's a lot of good stuff in the movie visually. but um, And they, they serve them hot dogs, you know, sausages, you, you, you think, um, in buns. But it turns out they're actually storing literal dogs and killing them for meat, which, you know, I liked because that's incredibly dark and horrific and, you know, some real stakes there, but it's, it's, it's impractical. Surely you're just going to get some some cheap sausages is going to be infinitely easier than <laughs> it's really not to death off. these dogs. Far less efficient than kidnapping and murdering dogs. <laughs> Two people seem to work there. It's going to be really hard. You've got to get all the fur off. You've got to hack them to bits. Trust me, it's a real job. <laughs> You've uh, had experience. But yeah, I just I enjoyed that they went there and yeah, it was an interesting And there was that good scene with the cockroach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the notion that there might be a cockroach in the barn is horrific and disgusting to the owner of the place who it's butchers like, dogs. Oh, of course we don't have cockroaches in here in this dilapidated old barn. Oh, it's very dingy as well. Yeah. It's not a, but not a hygienic No, they certainly uh, stick to the health regulations and, and upload them for it. Uh, With their caged dogs. Jamie, you got to... Uh, my favourite moment, it's, like a re- it's really brief, but it's when um, sort of quite near the... It's near the third act of the film, I guess, where um, Bingo has actually reached Wisconsin, I think. Um, and he sort of goes to work as a kitchen hand. Like, he works as a sort of a dishwasher's assistant. Um, and so the owner's like, oh, if you want to 
eat here. You've got to you've got to earn your keep. So he makes him he makes him a dishwasher, and he's like, oh, Jimbo, whatever this kid who works here is like. This is our new employee, Bingo the dog. He's gonna be helping you out, uh, and so this boy starts handing the dishes to Bingo and Bingo's just licking them clean and the boy looks on in absolute amazement he cannot believe he's like oh my god he's really fucking cleaning those plates um, and it's actually it obviously gets to the boy he's like oh shit I'm being I'm going to be overtaken in my career because yeah. then later on when this boy goes to see right, he sells him out to the gangsters yeah he's, he's going to yeah the gangsters are looking for Bingo and this guy goes and says hey he's actually working at this cafe He's like, he's an assistant dishwasher. And they're like, assistant dishwasher? And he's like, he hasn't been promoted yet. <laughs> and like, he's still trying to cling to his job and he's worried that this dog is going to pass him in his career. That, I, that was my favourite moment. Fan totally passed me um, And I hope that actor has moved on to uh, great things. Yeah. Or the very least main dishwasher. <laughs> yes, at least at least the head dishwasher. That's all I can hope. Uh, Alistair, your favourite moment? Uh, my favourite bit probably came early. I'll... There, I mean, there were, there were quite a few great moments that stood out. I liked the bear. That was a moment yeah, yeah, that of was genuine kind of... <laughs> it was very menacingly shot. It was well <laughs> yeah. shot. And in general, I'd say I think the um, the photography in this film was actually a very high standard. There were some <laughs> some really good scenes. Yeah, some nice um, from, shots. From a, like a, yeah, like with, in terms of colour and lighting and things. Is- quite beautiful and walking across the road and like this noir feel for it yeah, yeah definitely it's a very and noir section mm. um, with, with, and this, that's the dishwasher section yeah so I like so that uh, from, from a comedic standpoint I thought the scene where Bingo is walking down a road and then he gets pulled over by a cop who asks him <laughs> have you been drinking and he has and well he has but it you know last night and then he he makes him walk down a straight line and then threatens to run him over. <laughs> I, I just I just enjoyed that moment of yeah. absurdity. It was good. And let's not breeze over the fact that we said he has been drinking oh, yeah. the, the <laughs> night before. Bingo, <laughs> bingo takes a, a female dog. Well, we can assume a female. I guess maybe <laughs> uh, into her kennel and. Um, well, with a, with a, a bottle of champagne. Yeah, uh, with a bottle of champagne. Caught champagne. He uh, pops the cork. Yeah, and that's a sort of provocative end to the scene. It's oh, that's a noise that you know. it was quite racy. I thought. Well, yeah, I was well hard. Um, <laughs> so, um, characters, guys. What what was your kind of take on the characters? Because obviously they're quite yeah, an they're, eclectic bunch. We we kind of meet a lot over the course of the film. Of the course very of Bingo's adventures. Very, very cartoonish. Yeah. I thought. I was a huge fan of the dad. How could you not be? No, I wouldn't want to spend time with him. Oh, no, uh, but as a character, I just... I felt he added a lot to the tapestry of the film. He basically hates his family. He sort of... He only cares about his... He's very focused on it. To his credit, he was... He was throwing the shots when he thought his son son might literally be blown up. Oh, that's true, yeah. But early, early on, he advises his wife that... Okay, their son's just missing. They don't know where he is. Their brother abandoned him. But sorry, the, bro- the brother abandoned him. What's actually happened is he's, you know, hiding from a bear. But the the parents are just like, oh, he's just trying to manipulate us because he knows <laughs> we're worried about him, so we can't worry about him. They literally go to bed. That's like the, the, next, dad, the, the, the dad. Yeah, reasoning. and then they think about phoning him in the morning, and he's like, oh, well, wait, wait until sunrise, wait till <laughs> seven seventeen, then we can phone him. Mm. And then, and then, and then the son does return. It's distinctly <laughs> bedraggled, definitely the worst for wear. <laughs> Having spent a night out in the woods, you know. 
Again, with a bear. Mother is ecstatic. Just her the son idea is back. That you would go to bed not knowing where your son is and be like, I'm sure he'll turn up at some point. And he's returned for a different time. It's miraculous. <laughs> he's come back and he says, I'm going to tear his arms. <laughs> and the mother says, No. And then he says, Well, at least one arm. And I kind of look like she's. Well, she ponders it. genuinely. <laughs> she's like, I guess we could get away with one arm. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the dad is. Uh, clear highway. Yeah. He, he has the most to work with. Um, the mum is just kind of. The mum is. She's a bit weird though. I. She just she's kind of seems like she's vaguely unhinged. Like mm. maybe she's you know got a mild drug addiction. <laughs> I don't because... think. It, I don't think it's mild. Yeah. I, she's, I think she's well into it. She's a wreck. Yeah. And then yeah, she's going mad about her son being lost later on. And then five minutes later, she's just watching the game. Her brother, her, her son comes in with news of her other son being alive, and she says, "No, I'm trying to watch the game." <laughs> yeah. Her priorities are all over the bloody map. Oh, she's and then the father has to specifically ask someone else at the stadium, "What's more important to you, football or family?" <laughs> to ever ask that question, yeah, to watch the guys. You kidding me? Football. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. you'd say that. <laughs> Anybody asking the question, what's more yeah. important, important, a sport or my family? He's not fit to he's be a father. Fucking despicable he's, man. He's, really. Um, he's actually quite old now, as well. That guy. Um, he's a he was quite old in the Dave film. Right. He's yeah. still going strong. Yeah, We're supposed to buy that. He's a professional yeah. athlete, and he's, yeah, he's clearly he's pushing fifty. All his teammates <laughs> are, you know, normal age, but you know, he keeps his foot in good condition. That so was he's still going. To be perfectly honest with you, that was the most unbelievable part of the movie. Absolutely. I believe that Bingo can drive a car. Yeah. I believe that, I believe <laughs> that he can wash dishes. But you're telling me that this 48-year-old man is a professional football player and I just can't buy it. I'm sorry. Oh, that was the other part there. Yeah, and that's where the logic of the world really crumbles. Elsa, you had a theory, actually, about well, uh, this movie. Well, early on... Long time listeners will know that I, I I do like to theorize a bit about the films we're watching and and you know bring a bit of my own my own uh, thoughts to the narrative. Early on, I suspected that potentially this film took place in a dystopian future. Mm. Um, there was a distinctly kind of Mad Max vibe. Yeah, game I, I was picked up on. Yeah, not not specifically in sort of imagery or anything, but just no, in sort just of the... twisted characters. Exactly. Yeah, just the tone, I felt, was got to come to the and, uh, Mad Max movies. There are a few indicators. There's the extremely violent police force. They respond to like <laughs> a threat that, uh, like, okay, the, the two criminals have taken Bingo hostage. And they respond by surrounding the RV and opening machine gun fire on it <laughs> until it's nearly completely destroyed. And it's not like they don't know he's got a hostage. They say, let us go or the or dog gets the dog. it. They just, they and just, they just, open, it. They just fire. open fire. So kind of me judge dread, um, <laughs> kind of drawing on that. Yeah, very judge there's, there's like, I don't know, the whole, the whole scene with the dogs being kept in cages and the, mm. like, the bit where they're eating dogs. That all seemed very dystopian mm, to me. Definitely, definitely. Like, that would definitely be kind of, you know, not out of place in Mad Max. No. Yeah, you, but, can, you can totally picture some guy living out in the desert farming dogs. And yeah, and, and, and in his, like, creepy old barn with yeah. lots of people on motorbikes and stuff around. Definitely. But uh, I didn't really think that that was a compelling theory as the film went on. As we saw more of the world, I thought maybe this is just what the 90s were like. <laughs> I wasn't born in 91, so I maybe... <laughs> I have literally no way of knowing. Um... And but my so my new theory is that okay, what happens towards the end of the film is that the criminals have rigged up a bomb to kill both Chucky and um, and Bingo. Sorry, I was just 
fucking dousing himself in ice water. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something you've got to accept about Cold Oliver. water. It's not exactly a hot day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alistair, continue. Oh, no, that's fine. After rudely interrupted. <laughs> I won't stand for it. So, what happens is he's getting rescued by the fire service. And for some reason, instead of the police. But... Well, because so, there's a fire. Well, yeah, there is, but still, he's a, he's a kidnapping victim. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And there are no police on site. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you tired of this, Oliver? No. Have you had no, enough? No, no, no. Just... Elsa's trying to explain something to us. He's giving some in-depth detail about the movie, and you're sitting here... Well, it's sadly necessary setup. That noise wasn't signifying anything. Okay, yeah. all right. Sorry, Alistair. Continue. Anyway, Continue. but then Chucky informs him that there's a bomb in the suitcase... <laughs> And the, the, oh, yeah. the firemen all just kind of stand around. Like, okay, firstly, they, like, knock the suitcase onto the floor <laughs> yeah. with wanton disregard for their own safety. But then they just kind of stand around in bemusement, so Bingo runs off with it. <laughs> and in my opinion, it's clearly blown to death. Mm. Because well, there is a big explosion. It's a massive He's explosion. And fur falls from the sky. A, pl- a fireman like catches some in his hand. Yeah. He does end up in hospital, but you well, know, yeah, seemingly the, the next scene, in The next scene is Chucky waking up in hospital, and then he kind of, in a very weirdly shot sequence he like goes into a hospital room where all the characters from the film it's very dreamlike yeah, even the characters who have tried to kill this dog the guy from the roadside cafe yeah, Duke, the, Duke yeah, the bloody dog butcher is there the, the lawyer who, is tra- who imprisoned him the explanation <laughs> is that they all saw his exploits on the news and, and came to watch came to but that really doesn't kind of ring true no. to me this is and a fantasy it's clearly the kid has hopped up on opiates he's on morphine he's hallucinating and Chuck Bingo is very much dead I think that much is very clear physically and mentally he's gone through so much stuff and he's just going to live in this dream world instead I think in so. which he's there's no pain um, and his dog is alive and that scene which is the last scene in the movie ends uh, with basically Chucky saying hey dad can we actually keep this dog mm. Everybody in the room convinces him, and he says, "Okay, but we have to get him muted." And then he kind of zooms up on (laughs) On the dog's horrified face, face. trapped in in the screen, (laughs) like a noose. Uh, Yeah, it's very strange. It's quite the ending. Um, Credits roll. Yeah. Big fan of the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. Actually, oh yeah. You yeah. Guys, so you guys talk about that. That sing song we were doing at the start was basically, actually a perfect recreation of the uh, soundtrack of the film. Literally all of the all of the score of the movie is just sort of some sort of um, country guitar banjoy riff with maybe a bit of harmonica and then just the vocals yeah. of a madman yeah. sort of screeching ah. and wailing. <laughs> And that's not a joke. I, I implore you to go out and buy the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. It's a real hit. It's as if someone is trying to yodel, but they've never actually heard yodeling and they've just kind of had it described to them. I, I, I think that... They, they're trying to do it really quietly. There are people sleeping in this room. <laughs> yeah, I think this composer was hired and he's like, I've got like three months to oh, take this score around. He was like... And then was, he spent said, the whole time on yeah. cocaine and did it in the last day. Well, yeah, so they said, oh, okay, we want it to be kind of, you know, maybe some yodely aspects, a country sort of, you know, just a bit of energy. And he's like, yep, no problem. Um, just sort of chilled around in his flat. Day before, he's like, oh, fuck, I've got to record that score. It's 3 a.m. Um, I can't wake up my flatmates. And so he just sort of... <laughs> and sort of just haphazardly smashed around a guitar. And then, and then bingo, there's your score. Ah, bingo. Oh, oh, oh lovely. Um, anything else we want to say about Bingo? Yeah, I want to, no, not about Bingo, but I don't understand 
in America, in Australia, how they get a ten cent refund for handing in bottles. You hand it back to the recycling person. Yeah, I know, but why don't we have that here? It seems to be specific. I think it's always Australia. like South Australia, right? Yeah. Yeah. and it's always in New Zealand. But it makes me jealous because we have no system like that. I'm missing out I think, on no, so I think there cents. is. Oh, if I maybe there's not. I don't. You can get money for recycling here, though. Yeah, but it's not like. Yeah, but not just bottles because this, you know, this costs you. This cost me a dollar. If I got a ten cent refund, that's ten percent of the. That's, that's not insignificant. No, you could probably yeah. So that's that's. You could fund a dog movie with that kind of thing. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what we should do. That should be the end goal of this podcast. Yeah, if we use get, if we get any listeners, we, we need to monetize yeah. immediately. We yeah. need to sell out hard and fast. All right, so if, um, if there's nothing else if that we should say, bring I, water I, to I, in that case, as requested by Oliver before the podcast started, I would like to end with a poem. Oh Jesus! It is in fact wait, haikus are the ones that go five seven five, right? Five seven five, yeah. Okay, in that case, I have written a haiku. Oh, excellent. This shouldn't happen to a dog, but it did. I still don't get it. <laughs> well, thank you. I, think I have a volume out uh, uh, next, thank next you week. Alistair. Thank you, Pure NZ Springwater, for sponsoring. Um, Oliver, <laughs> quickly before we go, Oliver, what's the movie we're watching next time? Oh, shit. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's not going to be a surprise. Uh, the film that I'm pretty desperate to watch by now is Airbud 2, Golden oh, Receiver. Yes. <laughs> um, it's been rattling around in my brain for three weeks. And I'm well, because if you, if you don't recall, in week one where we were trying to watch Airbud, Oliver accidentally <laughs> by himself watched Airbud 2. Um, and so now we will find Late at night, it was a one. scary experience and we're going we're gonna to get into that. So yeah, next time, Airbud Golden Receiver. Uh, but until then, get your hands off my dog cast. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! Woo!